This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology show. Your host, Meryl Vandermerva, loves using technology to streamline her life and to make lessons more engaging. She is a graduated homeschool mom and teaches homeschoolers at her local co-op classes and online at fundafundaacademy.com. Whether you are tech-challenged or someone who loves technology, this show is for you. And here's your host, Meryl Vandermerva. Hello, and welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology podcast. I'm your host, Meryl Vandermerva. And today, at the beginning of 2023, we're going to be talking about online learning for homeschool moms. So I picked this topic because I realized that as busy homeschool moms, you tend to put yourselves last. You are often at the bottom of any plans. You exist you've you must often feel to just uh, be there for your children and to do things for them it is a busy season of life however I do believe it is important for you as a homeschool mom to stay learning and growing and so I'm challenging you to try one of these ideas this year I think it's important for homeschool moms to keep learning because first of all you're a you're a model a role model for your own children. They need to see that learning isn't something you do because it's required by the government to do it for a certain number of years, but it's something that we should all keep doing because it's exciting to learn about new things. So let them see you learning. Let them see you sometimes struggle with the material that you're learning because they will see that struggle and putting effort in is part of the learning process, no matter how old you are. Let them also see your joy in learning. You know, there are different reasons for learning. I'm going to be talking about those. But whatever it is, if they can see you actually enjoying it and having fun, um, at least some of the time, that is also a great thing for them to see. Obviously, another reason that you might be wanting to keep learning is just to actually keep your own brain going and alive. You know, you can feel, you, you know, if you're learning with your children, sure. I know when I, beginning at the at the beginning of homeschooling, there was so much to learn, first of all, about the homeschool process. And then I was actually learning with my children because I come from South Africa. So I didn't know as much about U.S. history, for instance, as um, many people in America do know. And so I was learning along with them. And some of the other subjects, I also didn't know that much. And so Again, you will get your learning um, offline or online, whatever else with your children. But there came a point where I'd done this. This was my second or third or fourth child. And this is where um, if, if you sort of just being able to trade water to a large degree while your children are learning, find something for you that you can learn, something that interests you and something, you know, depending on how much time you have, something that you can fit into each day. So it's just a small amount of learning if a big amount isn't possible. Pretty much everything I'm going to suggest today is free. I'm also looking at the fact that you may need to go back into the workforce, either while you're still homeschooling or after you're homeschooling, or you would like to. You might not have to, but you may choose to. And so some of the suggestions I'm going to make are also for that. So um, the first, and I think everything I'm going to mention has a free version. There are sometimes paid versions as well, but there's free too. So the first and obvious place is YouTube. You could find so much free there. And if you have a specific topic that you want to study, you could just use YouTube as your teacher and you could go through and find different things. You could find courses on YouTube. Uh, I am in the process of developing Show Sponsor Funder Fund Academy's YouTube channel to provide more training for uh, 
homeschoolers, particularly uh, with technology. This is, you know, podcasts, and it's what I know a lot about. If there is anything specific you would like me to cover, please hop over to our Facebook group, the Homeschooling with Technology uh, podcast community. It's going to be linked in the show notes which you can find those at homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Just come across, or you could even just, uh, you know, leave a comment on the show notes, which you can find in the same place, and ask for a specific topic, and I'd be happy to make a quick video to cover it. My dearest, I do have some long videos on there that have been talks that I've done online, but I'm also trying to make ones that fit into the YouTube shorts that are just about four minutes, so you could just choose to learn one new thing a day, just about one new online game or a new online tool, uh, just in bite-sized format. But of course, there's so much you can learn um, through YouTube. You can learn how to use practically anything imaginable. And there you can, you know, instead of going down a rabbit hole uh, or rabbit along rabbit trails, just think about what you want to learn and be intentional and perhaps follow a specific person, perhaps a cooking channel and learn a new technique to cook from every day or every week. You know, maybe it's just a Sunday that you manage to get 15 minutes to sit down and watch a, a um, cooking video and then go off and practice it during the next week. The next thing I want to say is something like Duolingo. Duolingo is great because it's both an app and it's online. I'm sure you know about it and you learn a new language. I have recently seen a couple of homeschool friends that I know posting about streaks that are hundreds of days long. The cool thing is it gamifies it and it does tell you how many days you have been on the app in a row. And so this is kind of motivating and it helps you to see what you're doing and you don't have to spend a lot of time on it. So I know in five minutes you can keep that streak going. And it is something that you can post, you can challenge, you can follow, you can have a group of moms and you can all decide, you can, you don't have to do the same language, it can be different languages, but you can decide to hold each other accountable and you can follow each other on Duolingo and you can see when the other one has been on and when they haven't. And you can share streaks and this is just a fun way to to keep learning going. Again, you could even get on with your children if they're learning a foreign language. This could be a supplement and you can they can see that you've done the work and they might enjoy checking up on you. So that's another idea. I really want to be more intentional this year about Duolingo because in my busy life, I know that that is something I can, I can fit in. I can spend five minutes and add it on to other habits. I'm wanting to practice habit stacking. That's been uh, reading Atomic Habits and trying to learn and trying to be better at learning new things. The next place you can go to learn is your library. If you go to the online section, obviously you could take out library books and there is also um, online documentaries, etc. But they also have places where you can sign up to learn free. So you will find this, um, sometimes Rosetta Stone, um, Mango, I think is the other one. So there are different ones uh, learning languages that you can find online but there are also other tools so um, you also find I think a lot of libraries will do lynda.com l-y-n-d-a and that is that's got a host of different different courses for all different things and through the library it's free so lots and lots of free resources through the library go and have a look at that then if you're wanting to do something, you know, longer, again, I say it's something like lynda.com will do it but if you want if you'd like really like to learn more about uh programming or you really would like to learn more about um, photography or whatever it is class central is a centralized place where you can find MOOCs 
massive open online classes that will fit what you're looking for. I did a whole episode on MOOCs right near the beginning of this podcast. So I think it's maybe in the first 10 or 20. If you go right back to the beginning, um, go back and listen. And I talked about this largely for students, for high schoolers that can use it. But of course, as an adult, you can use it too. They, you can um, On Class Central, you can choose whether you're wanting paid or free. So this is where, you know, you can pick a paid option if that looks, you know, if it's not too expensive and it normally isn't, but you can also just ask for free options. Sometimes that means just auditing a class and you won't get a certificate for it. But if you just wanted to do this for your own personal learning, that's a great way to do it. So go look at Class Central. It will send you, to, it, it, it um, doesn't have its own classes, but it uses Coursera and edX and Udacity and various other ones. And so it sends you in those, um, those directions. Um, then there's Udemy, U-D-E-M-Y.com, and they have courses, again, on everything from, you know, just really everything from gardening to cooking to, you know, coding. And you will find that um, I'm not sure if all of them have to. I feel like all the lecturers have to provide something free. And so it's often just a short version of a class. But it's definitely where you can dip your toe in and to see if you want more and if you like the lecturer. Because I know I've gone and tried some free ones. And then you can actually buy classes. Now, they go on special a few times each year. And when they do, it's normally about $12 for a class. So it's very inexpensive. Um, but as I said, I know there are also free options because I've done some of the free options. Then Google has um, certifications. Now, I can't... I think some of these may end up being paid, but Google just has a lot that is free. You may need to search around a bit. It's always been my problem. I can't find them all in one place. I have got um, a link I'm going to put in the show notes for Google certificates. Um, sometimes the certificate itself will cost you $10 or $20, but the actual training is free. And there is there is just a lot. Uh, I've shared some of their things specifically designed for, for um, students in some of our previous episodes. But there is also things that you can learn for yourself, just like on how to use their tools that they provide free, which is fantastic. So if you can't find anything at that link, just do search around a bit. I promise you Google does have a lot that is free. Um, and then here, just to finish off, I'm going to give one that I've been going through. So I'm going to be kind of thinking a little bit about um, perhaps uh, in a couple of years time, maybe going into doing this as uh, an extra career alongside teaching online. Um, but that's Salesforce. Now, Salesforce is a huge database program. And this is where I actually went to Udemy and actually found some free classes just explaining what it was. So that's where you can start because I kind of wanted to wrap my head around it. My husband uh, in his um in his career was using Salesforce in various different ways. And he suggested that this was something that I could learn. And the cool thing about Salesforce is that their training, online training is all free, completely, absolutely free. Their certifications cost to get it, but the actual training, and it's not a lot, it's not very expensive to get the certification either. I think it's maybe just over a hundred dollars. I've forgotten now. Um, I have not got certified yet, but I have been working through what they call the trails, which is free. And there's a free online community to help you if you get stuck. And you can there train, you don't really have to have any knowledge if you're training to use it as an administrator, there's different parts. I've learned how to use the administrator um, functions, that's not really what I want to do, I'm, I'm a programmer, and so I actually want to use that a specific programming language, and so um, I kind of got busy and I've put it on hold, but I want to learn the programming language. 
And that's what I'd actually like to get certified as and be able to do just projects when I wanted a little bit of extra cash, just to hop on and off and be able to go in um, when somebody wants, you know, something specifically designed and that you need to code it because say they have a whole coding language that goes with it, but you don't have to code. So if you code, yes, you can, but there's a lot of things you really don't need any knowledge of anything. And it walks you through how to do it and just how to set up the database, how to, um, you know, even the data entry everything. So that's a fantastic resource that is completely free. So there I've given you a lot of different ideas as to where you can go and find free or very inexpensive training online. And, you know, if you don't, if you kind of think, well, I don't even know where to start, well, stop and think, well, what would I like to learn? Um, or what, what could I perhaps start to learn in case I want to go back into the workforce? And remember, many of these, these things you can actually do from home, for instance, Salesforce, that's the kind of job you could do from home. Uh, you know, do I just want to learn the language that my children are learning it with, um, you know, through homeschooling so that I can speak to them? You know, you can decide what your goal is. Is it just learning more things so you can impart more knowledge to your kids, learning for fun, learning for your hobby, or perhaps learning for career? And, and once you sort of narrow down what you're looking for and how much time you have, um, just back to the time story. If you don't, some of these classes, you have to sign up at a specific time and you have homework every week and you have to finish it on time. I had done some of those, got a little stressful at times, but I did get them done. I've also though done ones that are just open-ended. So you can, you know, stop and start um, as you as you have time. Of course, the danger is there is often that I stop and then I don't start again. Uh, so you know yourself, you know what you can manage, um, find someone to keep you accountable. But I really would encourage you as a homeschool parent this year to think about your own development, your your own brain your own uh just just keeping yourself interested in life and keeping yourself interesting so that you can keep being interesting to your children find just the smallest pocket of time and start to add to your learning i hope this was challenging to you and i hope you go away and start something come and share it with us in the facebook group i would love to know what you're doing inspire the rest of us to keep going and to learn new things too and then um, come again next week and listen in because at least I know if nowhere else you're getting some online learning from listening to this podcast. Share this podcast with a friend who you think could make some use of what I share with you. It really helps us to get known. And of course, I would always love a rating and review. That's it for this week. See you again, same time, same place next week. Thanks for tuning in to Homeschooling with Technology with Meryl Vandermerva. Visit her at fundafundaacademy.com and homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Homeschooling with Technology is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.